and yeah. Morning, everyone. Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome to the really the official first episode of uh, Undercooked Analysis, the show where um, everything's made up and the points don't matter. <laughs> I think I'm thinking of a different show. Yeah, I I think that show is um, um, on usually late at night. This is morning, so it has more bald Canadian men. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, this is undercooked analysis. Uh, we did something kind of like this before. Uh, I did this with uh, like uh, Ben Spiegel, Sean Holt, the Twenty Twenty Gaming guys, and the rest and a bunch of the rest of the gaming crew. You know, Ty Lucas, um, Kyle Duncan. Um, <laughs> but uh, that is a Patreon exclusive. So shh, if you want to hear it, you gotta go uh, give me money and stuff. Oh, but we should introduce ourselves, shouldn't we? Yes, we should. Um, so I am David King. I am the uh, writer, director, producer, um, pasta catcher, head chef, uh, caterer. I basically wear all the uh, the good chunk of the hats uh, at uh, midnight of Midnight Marinara. So most of you probably know me. Um, and with me is the uh, impeccable and charming uh, Kayla Berry. Aw, you're so sweet. Oh, I do my best. Uh, how do you? What have you? What have you done for me, Kayla? What have you done for this show? Um, I did a voice for uh, Whisper. I played the voice of I can't remember her. You name. were uh, you were Deborah Deborah Lindsay Kane. That's right. And then um, I've also helped you look at stories. I've been your ears in terms of does this sound good. Um, just, uh, I'm usually your test person. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. No, she, um, Kayla is a huge help on this show. She's, she's awesome. And, uh, you might, you'll probably hear more of her in the future. So how this is going to work is we are going to take a look at a popular creepypasta suggested and sort of do an impromptu analysis with no filters, no plan, no script, and no editing. That's why it's undercooked. Um, now, someone a while ago suggested I take a look at a story about uh, Laughing Jack. And Laughing Jack is a fairly popular creepypasta character, from what I understand. I've seen tons of fan art. I even met someone at a convention not too long ago who was cosplaying Laughing Jack, and it was pretty good. So, um, but I've never actually read the story. Uh, I just know it from reputation. I've never read the story either. I know nothing of this character, of this story. So, you're... I'm basically going at it with a fresh pair of eyes, and same here. I, and unlike you, I'm I've never seen the art or anything like that. Ah, so then you're going at it completely blind. That's good. So the plan is we're gonna we're gonna take a look at this story, a paragraph at a time. We're gonna each take turns reading a paragraph out loud, uh, and then at the end of it, we're gonna kind of talk about it just to get our initial reactions. So that's how Undercooked is going to work. And we reserve the right to crack jokes and be immature during the whole thing because that's just who we are and what we do, right? Yay! (laughs) I'm still waking up. Yeah, you got your coffee? I got my coffee. Excellent. I don't need coffee. I am a man! This is a show where David just rips off catchphrases from other shows that are better than his. So... (laughs) Not all of them are better than yours. Just well, whose line is definitely better? Yeah, I can. Agree with that. <laughs> all right, but yeah, we're gonna take a look at Laughing Jack today. So uh, to start out with, I'll I'll I'll, I'll do. Uh, we'll switch off every. You'll do every other paragraph. Yeah, that works. Um, you want to start first? Or... Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm gonna double check real quick. See how we're looking on. Oh, uh, looks good. Okay. So here we go. 
Laughing Jack. It was a nice summer day. My five-year-old son, James, was playing outside in the backyard of our suburban home. Why does it always start in a suburban home? It's like every scary story needs to be in suburbia now. I don't know. It almost makes me think of... Yeah, there's something... Well, maybe suburbia is really scary. Have you seen any Tim Burton movies lately? The the suburban places are scarier than... uh... I mean, I, and the places that, you know, like, look at Edward Scissorhands. Well, I don't blame Edward Scissorhands. I blame Halloween. Because um, that was the movie that started the whole suburbia is a scary place. Because uh, it's so safe. Actually, I think the movie that started the suburb, suburbia is a scary place is actually The Burbs. <laughs> well, when did The Burbs come out? I'm just, I'm, I'm messing with you. Right oh, okay. now. I'm not being serious. <laughs> but The Burbs, I don't know, sometime in the 80s? Yes, uh... Halloween came out in 1970... 78, 79? I think it's 78. Yeah. <laughs> the, well, we're, 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 we're not even a sentence in and we're already getting off track. All right, so, but no, that's automatically like, uh-oh, it's in a suburban place. I, I've read enough stories that are like, everything was great and nice and happy, and then something comes to ruin it. So this bodes ill. But we're going to press on, right? Yes, yeah, press on. All right, so suburban home. James has always been a quiet boy. He plays by himself, mostly. He never had many friends, but he always had a wild imagination. I was in the kitchen feeding our dog, Fido. I Really? Fido. Fido. I have yet to... You know, I have never met anyone who named their dog Fido. I think it's because it's such a stereotype name. People are just like, there's no way I would name my dog Fido. This bodes ill. Well, okay. Let's a little... So, I'm giving it a chance. I mean, this is a very popular story. I mean, but then again, Jeff the Killer was also a very popular story. Which also begins in a suburban neighborhood. Oh, dear God. We're going to die, aren't we? I think, uh, let's let's come at this as unbiased (laughs) as possible, okay? All right, all right. I was in the kitchen feeding our dog, Fido, when I heard what sounded like James talking to someone in the backyard. I'm not sure who it was he could be talking to. Could be he finally made a friend? Being a single mom, it's hard for me to always keep an eye on my son, so I decided to go outside and check on him. Oh, I mean, that's a plus for a change. We have a single mom for the narrator as opposed to some, uh, you know, millennial. (laughs) Mom, dad, and 2.5 kids. Welcome to our home. It's... Uh, this is a very him. trusting mom letting her kid play. You know, this is He's you five. can tell it, in the backyard at five. You know, but that's that's the thing. This is in a nice. This is in an idealized suburb where things are nice, and you don't have to worry about letting your kid play in the backyard. I used to play in the backyard when I was five. When I, I mean, was a kid, I did too. But, okay, but I'm trying to. Th- then again, I've uh, I've grown up in LA since then, and so in my mind, it's like, why would you let your kid run around? You're in, it's in LA. <laughs> well, you know. Oh, but, so anyway, you want to take the next paragraph? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, a long one. No, I can't read. <laughs> now you tell me. <laughs> Even though I have a degree in English, I can't <laughs> read. Um, when I went into the backyard, I was a bit confused because James was the only person back there. Was he talking to himself? I could have sworn I heard another voice. James, it's time to come inside, I called out to him. He came inside and sat down at the kitchen table. It was the about lunchtime, so I decided to make him a turkey sandwich. Is it just me, or is it very, like... It's it's a little beat by beat, very, but it's okay. Okay. I'm not, I wasn't expecting literary greatness. I just wanted to know what makes the story so appealing. I was, yeah. I, was, I was expecting literary greatness. Come on. Well, that's what you get from, like, a Slime Beast story, but this isn't <laughs> a Slime Beast story. Shout out to Slime Beast. No, I'm just, sorry. <laughs> 
Uh, James, who are you talking to out there, I asked. James looked up for a moment. I was playing with my new friend, he said, smiling. I poured him some milk and continued to pry, as any good mother would. Does your friend have a name? Why don't you ask him to have lunch with us, I asked. James stared at me for a moment before replying. His name is Laughing Jack. I was a bit taken back by what he said. Oh, that's a strange name. What does your friend look like? I asked a bit confused. He's a clown. He has long hair and big swirly cone nose. Oh my god, it's you. (laughs) What? It's me? Oh. He has a big swirly... Do I have a big swirly cone nose? Don't answer that. (laughs) The look she just gave me was priceless. It's too bad we don't have visuals here. He's got long arms and baggy pants. Oh my god, it is you. (laughs) With stripy socks. And he always smiles. I realized my son was talking about an imaginary friend. I suppose it is normal for kids his age to have imaginary friends. Especially when he has no real friends to play with. It's probably just a phase. Did you ever have an imaginary friend as a kid, David? Um... You know, I don't remember. It's probably I'm sure any imaginary friends I have are going to be depressed to hear that I, you know, <laughs> do not have imaginary friends anymore. All right, it's probably just a phase. Did, did the tense shift? I'm a little confused. I, I mean. Well, I mean, at the end, no, the observations. Well, she did kind of switch from past tense to present tense. Um, right. I suppose it is a normal phase. You mean it, I suppose it was... It's probably just a normal... Pro- it's probably just a phase. I mean, this is after the fact, so I don't know. Anyway, I'm, I'm assuming Laughing Jack is going to be something horrifying and something bad is going to happen to this kid, so I don't know. This but, is just me assuming, but uh, she seems kind of blasé for someone who is re- recollecting, because this is a first-person narrative, so... But like I said, I'm, make, I'm jumping to conclusions. Yeah. So I, we I, have a description I, of, our, of, our, of our Laughing Jack, who is some sort of clown... Clown! <laughs> Better be careful he'll slap, slip on a banana peel. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, he is. Okay, so he's <laughs> swirly black. Yeah, okay. That sounds about right. All right. Uh, he... <laughs> I, have another, I have another short paragraph. You suck. I'm sorry. The rest of the day went by as per usual, and it was starting to get late, so I put James to bed. I tucked him in. Gave him a kiss. I made sure to turn on his nightlight before I closed the door. I was pretty tired myself, so I decided to go to bed not long after. I had an awful nightmare. Actually, do you want me to take the next part, or do you want to read it? How long is it? It's not that long. Yeah, it's not that bad. Tell you what, I'll take the, I'll take the next part after that, too. Yeah. The next Ooh, big paragraph. Because you get to sing. Awesome. Okay. It was dark. I was in some kind of run-down amusement park. I was scared, running through an endless field of empty tents, broken and down rides, and abandoned game huts. It's the Devil's Carnival! (laughs) The whole place had a horrible look to it. Everything was black and white. The prized stuffed animals all hung from nooses in the game's huts, all with sick grins stitched on their faces. Mm. It felt like the whole park was looking at me, even though there wasn't another living thing in sight. Then suddenly I began to hear music play. The sounds of Pop Goes the Weasel being played on a squeeze box echoed through the park. It was hypnotizing. I followed its tune to the circus tent, almost in its trance, unable to stop my legs from moving forward. It was pitch black. The only light came from a single spotlight shining on the center of the big top. As I walked toward the light, the music slowed down. I found myself singing along, unable to stop. All around the mulberry bush, the the monkey monkey chased the weasel. 
The monkey thought was all in fun. The music stopped right before its climax, and suddenly the lights shot on. The intensity of the lights was pra- practically blinding. All I could see was a small dark silhouette shuffle towards me. Then another one appeared, and another, and another. There were dozens of them, all coming toward me. I could move my legs. They, I couldn't move my legs. They were frozen. All I could do was watch as the haunting figures drew nearer. As I got closer, I could see... Dot, dot, dot. They were children! That is actually pretty frightening. <laughs> uh, but I, I just like how they had to put effort, emphasis in all caps. They were children! Then who was phone? <laughs> Um, I actually come to. Th- I like the I, I like paragraph the- paragraph I just read. That was that's actually very um, visual. It's really, it's pretty spooky. I guess it makes sense for a nightmare. It's a little on the nose. Oh, <laughs> on the swirly black the sw- cone clown nose. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm not surprised that we have a nightmare about an amusement park, a creepy amusement park. The animals hanging from nooses is kind of thing. But then I think it goes too far. The stitched. Grotesque grins on their faces. I guess again, it's a nightmare. So, but it's a little, yeah, a little on the nose. But that's I, okay. But I mean, I, I would like to see that in. Okay, I'm now thinking. Vis- visually, it would be pretty striking. I think so too. And especially, like, I think I've noticed this about a lot of creepy pasta. They tend to be very visual, which makes actually doing my show kind of hard because I have to find stories that'll translate well to there being no visuals. Hence, why I could never do something like. Uh, Ben Drowned or any of the haunted gaming or lost episode pastas. But um, this one, um, this is interesting so far. I like the idea of the squeeze box and Pop Goes the Weasel is pretty spooky in its own right. Uh, And it'd be interesting. I mean, you could do that swinging um, noise with the animals. Mm -hmm. Oh, but yeah, they were children. That's, where about, <laughs> that's, that's about that's about where it loses me a little bit because it's like it's trying too hard to be scary. You see, the only way that you could get away with this in terms of sound sound is if um, you have the children laughing, sort uh, of thing. You know what? I bet you're. Oh no. So, so yeah, like, yeah. You know what? You called it. Because look, I'm gonna read the next part. Go ahead. As I looked at each one, I noticed they were all horribly disfigured and mutilated, and that's about the part where I'm going. Okay. Sorry. Uh, Some had cuts all over their body. Others were severely burnt. And others were missing limbs, even eyes. The children enveloped me, clawing at my flesh, dragging me to the ground and tearing inside me. All the children tore me apart and and I faded away. All I could hear was laughter. Horrible, awful, evil laughter. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty cliche. <laughs> it, it is, but I, I mean, I can you can do the sound part pretty well. I think. Well, I'm not, I'm not even talking about like... Doing this one as a thing. I don't know if this is one I would do as a Midnight Marinara. But, um, no, I'm just saying from a from a completely, like, just analytical standpoint, like, reading this, I'm kind of like, well, okay, it's all right, but it's not... I don't find this one particular... I don't find descriptions of, oh, look at the horrible mutilated children that are undead and laughing evilly. That, seems, that feels... It feels forced, you know? It feels too forced. It feels, it feels cliche. But, okay, again, I'm giving this story a chance. So this yeah, is a yeah. nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, um, I woke up the next morning in a cold sweat. After taking a few deep breaths, I looked over and saw that a few of James's action figures were positioned facing on top of my nightstand. I sighed. James had probably woken up early and put these there, or these here. I gathered up the toys and made my way to James's room. However, when I opened the door, James was sound asleep. I just shrugged and placed the toys back into his toy box and headed out to the living room. 
A little while later, James woke up and I made him his breakfast. God, this is so... Right, right? Let's list every single thing I'm going to do this morning. (laughs) He was quiet and seemed a bit groggy. Perhaps he didn't see me flow either. I decided to ask him about the toys. James, honey, did you put the toys in Mommy's room this morning? His eyes shot up at me for a moment, then quickly glanced back down at his cereal. Laughing Jack did that. I rolled my eyes and responded, Well, you tell Laughing Jack to keep the toys in your room. James nodded and finished up his breakfast, then decided to go play out in the backyard. All right, so... Now, admittedly, this is a place where I think the story could... was. I think that's actually kind of disconcerting, the whole thing about... Toys. Waking up, finding just a that's that's subtle. I like that. Mm-hmm. That could be that could be played more subtly. But we just had this horrible, really uh, oh, everything's really creepy nightmare. I think things need to build up more subtly. You know. Yeah. But I, I could see this actually. Well, actually, it'd be really even. You know, it'd be even scarier. What? It depends on what kind of action figures they were. Oh God. Like, could you imagine? Well, I mean, would it, would it be worse waking up to find Spider Man, Batman, uh, Thor? I don't know. Uh, Spawn, maybe a few of My Little Ponies. Oh, <laughs> that would be actually scarier. Oh my god! What about uh? What about um? Oh, her young kid is a brony. Power Rangers. What if there were Power Rangers? Scary, scary Power Rangers. What do kids play with these days as action figures? I don't know. I'm not a kid. I wish I was. Aww. <laughs> we uh, have to go to Toys R Us where a kid could be. A... No, it's Chuck E. Cheese's. No, Chuck E. Cheese's. <laughs> no, we're not going to Chuck E. Cheese's. I mean, they could be Skylanders toys. That's what I buy. That's my... that's possible. We don't know when this story is set, though. True. Again, this I'm is... thinking about toys that I would have played with when I was a kid. For me, it was um, uh, when I was a kid. I wasn't. I didn't have a ton of. I was a Lego kid. I had a bunch of Legos when I was a kid, um, so I didn't have a ton of action figures. I didn't either. I played with um, Polly Pockets, actually. Ah, yes. Polly Pockets. <laughs> the girls' version. The girls? You mean the girl version of Mighty Max? Yep. <laughs> yep. Wow. I, I Wait, actually... so look at us. For now, now we're just sitting here, like, waxing nostalgic, but that's, that's the nature of the beast with this show, so. That's a good thing. <laughs> <No>. uh, <laughs> but funny enough, uh, I, did you, do you remember the Mighty Max cartoon? I do. I did watch that, That actually. was a, that was a surprisingly that did that that was the one where tim curry was the villain right was he i think it was tim curry was the villain i, I could that. be wrong i got do i don't that. remember we're gonna do some re- we're gonna do some research hey if you happen to know about tim curry being the villain uh we'll have already done the research when this is done so uh screw you <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you could let us know i uh if we if you feel so inclined anyway we have another lengthy paragraph here is that... Feel free to cut me off midway through if you got anything to say, all right? All right. All right. I went to relax in the living room, and I must have dozed off because I woke up a couple hours later. Shit, I need to check on James. Shit, yeah, you I should. Wa- I was a bit worried. It had been over two hours, and I haven't checked on him. See, that? there's a tent shift. That's kind of weird. I went, I went, stepped out into the... <laughs> I went, stepped out into the backyard, but James wasn't there anymore. I was getting nervous, so I called to him. James! James! Where are you? It's all, all caps again. James! Jason! Just then I heard a giggle come from the front yard. I rushed through the gate around the front of the house. James was sitting on the sidewalk. I breathed a sigh of relief and walked over to him. James, how many times have I told you to stay in the back? Yeah! James, what are you eating? James looked at, up at me, then reached into his pocket and pulled out a handful of hard candies in all colors. This made me very nervous. James, who gave you that candy? James just stared and not at me, not speaking. 
Jibs! <laughs> in all caps again. Please tell mommy where you got the candy. James hung his head down and said, Laughing Jack gave them to me. My, uh, my heart sunk. I kneeled down to look him in the eye. James, I've had enough of these dam- this damn... Why would you say that to five... Well, I guess. <laughs> James, I've had enough of this damn Laughing Jack thing. He is not real. Now this is a very serious situation. I need you to know who gave you the candy. I could see my son's eyes tear up. But Mama, Laughing Jack did give me the candy. I closed my eyes and took a deep breath. Wait, yeah, hold on. This must be an earlier time, because, I mean, nowadays, if you even curse in front of your kid, you'd be like, oh, how dare you? How dare? Or like, th- this has to be like the 80s or some or something. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't even know if the author knows where the, when exactly this set. This is suburbia. It's suburbia. It's about as boring as boring can be in suburbia. So, of course, this happens. All right. Uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. I closed my eyes. I closed my eyes and took a deep breath. James had never lied to me, but what he's telling me is impossible. Tense shift again. What he's telling me is impossible. I make him spit out the candy and throw. I throw the rest away. James appears to be fine. Maybe I'm just overreacting after all. He could have gotten it from Tom and Linda from next door or Mr. Walker down the street. Either way, I'm going to have to keep a close eye on James. That night, I put James to bed as usual and decided to go to bed early myself. The tense shifting is bothering me, Kayla. It's bothering me, too. Uh, this, the, you know, that, this is, I will say right off the bat, this is better written than Jeff the Killer, but just about anything is better written than Jeff the Killer. <laughs> uh, Hashtag David hates Jeff the Killer. <laughs> Oh, I'm just, I'm trying no, to understand but, the, the reason I picked this story was besides the fact that people have recommend, have said they wanted me to do this on uh, midnight marinara. I want to understand what the appeal is of these like sort of creepypasta icon characters. I know about Ben and I know about Je- uh, Jeff and laughing Jack. I've seen come up a few times. So slowly, but surely we're making our way through. Um, we might do, um, well, I'll talk about that at the end, what we might do next time. And I might have different people. Uh, but anyway, Kayla, it's okay. your turn. Next paragraph. Suddenly, I was woken up by a loud bang coming from the kitchen. I sprung out of bed and hurried down the stairs. When I got to the kitchen, I was horrified. Everything on the counters had been thrown out on the floor, and our dog Fido hung dead from the light fixture. Oh, shit. Oh, that killed the dog. Damn it. <laughs> you know, if that, well, what was the movie that just, uh... There's actually a website. No, 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 John Wick. In, the dog dies. That's the the what's that's the catalyst that sets off the movie is that there's this really cute, amazing dog that gets established in like the first five minutes, and then they kill it off. And John Wick's just like, "You mother!" And he just like that's what sets him off. Keanu Reeves goes on a killing spree because some douchebags killed his dog. I get it. I totally no. Get I would it. I would do that too. So <laughs> it's all good. All right, we we gotta we gotta keep okay, going. From- Okay, that was a twist. I'll give it that. The dog hung from the light fixture. Ouch. His stomach was cut open and stuffed with candy. The sa- Okay, wow. Wow, this is getting really... Uh, <laughs> okay. S- okay, I can see it. <laughs> Keep going. The same type that James was eating earlier that day. My shock was quickly broken by a sharp scream coming from James's room, followed by loud crashes. I quickly grabbed a knife from the drawer and moved up the stair... Moved up the... Stairs with the speed that only a mother whose child is in danger could. <laughs> that's a that's a that's you could clock that speed. 
That's like an actual clockable number of speed. How fast is a mother who knows her child is in danger? How fast approximately? Use math, people. <laughs> I burst through the door and flicked on the lights. Everyone, er, everything in the room was knocked over and tossed on the floor. My poor son in his bed crying and shaking with fear. A pool of urine staining the sheets. Gross. I scooped my child up and ran out of the house and went to uh, went next door to Tom and Linda's house. Luckily, they were still awake. They let us use their phone, and I called the police. It didn't take them long to arrive. I explained what happened. They looked at me if I were crazy. Wh- why did they look at you like you were crazy? When your dog's hanging, dead dog is hanging from the light fixture. Are you stuffed, serious? Stuffed with candy, apparently. Do you think that the Do you think the hard candies came from the dog's stomach initially, and just no one noticed? Like. Did the kid just, like, his dog vomit up candy one day? And he's just Ew. like, oh, hey, uh, Laughing Jack gave me this. Ew. But still in the wrappers. Ew. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, we gotta keep. Okay. Uh, we have a schedule to keep, so, like, we're trying to get through this. But we keep getting distracted. They, uh, they searched the house, but all they, could fu- all they found was a dead dog in two trash rooms. The officer told that someone probably gotten into the house and done this right before making a quick escape when they heard me coming up the stairs. I, I knew it wasn't true. All the doors were locked and none of the windows, w- windows were open. Whatever was in my house didn't come from outside. The calls were coming from inside the house and also inside the dog. <laughs> I don't know. Poor Fido. Uh, rest in peace, Fido. Let, let us have a poor, moment of silence for poor dead Fido. Oh, yeah. That's Sorry. not silence. I know. If you're making doing Ave Maria. <laughs> Ave. I can't do, do Ave Maria. <laughs> That's right. The next day... James stayed inside. I didn't want him to leave my sight. I went into the garage and found his old baby monitor and set it up in his room. If anything comes into his room tonight, I was going to be able to hear it. I went to the kitchen and grabbed the largest knife from the drawer and put it on my nightstand. Imaginary friend or not, I'm not letting anything hurt my little boy. Soon enough, night came. I put James to bed. He was afraid, but I promised him I wasn't going to let anything happen to him. I talked him in, gave him a kiss, and turned on the night light. Before closing the door, I whispered to him, Good night, James. I love you. Is she you, is she forgetting about this nightmare she had? Is she forgetting that? Okay, usually when your kid is scared, like you let them sleep in. He's five. You let him sleep in your bed with you. Exactly. What is this whole? No, no, no. I'm gonna let you sleep in your own room tonight. I know something fucking scary just happened. Yeah, like, I, that's it's a contrivance. If you were genuinely worried about your child, you'd let your child stay in the same room with you that night. Just saying. Just say, I mean, it's proven that it's not actually imaginary. I mean, someone came in and killed their damn dog and stuffed it with candy. <laughs> or it was just like, I want dog candy, and then cut the dog open to get the dog candy. It's like a pinata. Oh, my God. <laughs> someone, someone decided, I'm going to play pinata with the dog tonight. I don't know. I just can't get over that dog bit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh my god, this next one is a long paragraph. No, the one you're you're reading next. I'm so, God, I just uh, got all along. Do you want to read do you want to trade and read this this first yeah, one? Okay. Well, why don't I'll we? read the long one. Okay. The, so start with this one. Yeah. I tried to stay up as long as I could, but after a few hours, I felt myself drifting off. My bo- baby would be safe for the night and I needed to sleep. Or he might not be because you left him alone in his room, you dumb bitch. This is a horror movie for God's sake. This is a creepypasta for God's sakes. Just as I lay my head on the pillow, I heard a soft noise coming from the baby monitor I put I had put on my nightstand. At first it sounded like interference, like the kind of radio would make. Then it turned into a soft moan. Was James asleep? Then I heard it, the laugh coming from my nightmare. 
that horrible laugh. I sprung up from my bed and grabbed the knife from under my pillow. I rushed over to James's room and creaked the door open. I tried the light switch, but it wouldn't come on. I took a step in and I could feel the warm, thick liquid on my feet. Suddenly, James's nightlight came on and I could see the absolute horror laid out in front of me. There was pee everywhere. Oh. <laughs> Poor no. kid. No, sorry, that was really bad. No, I, I you know what's going to happen. Yeah. We already know what's going to happen. So, I like that the light the nightlight cinematically came on right as she came in. God, this guy's all about scare tactics, I guess. James' body was nailed up to the wall. The nails piercing through his hands and feet. Oh, they crucified him? James is Jesus, apparently. Jeez, James is Jesus. His chest was cut wide open and his organs hung down onto the floor. God, I hate when they... I'm sorry. I have a problem with gratuitous deep gore. It doesn't... I don't find it scary at all. I just find it... Look, we're trying to be really scary! You know? And this would have never happened if she... If she yet. Well, it might have, but then she would have at least fought. His eyes and tongue had been removed along with most of his teeth. I was disgusted. I could hardly believe this was my baby boy. Then I heard it again, the soft, desperate moan. James was still alive, in all caps. My baby, my poor baby, in so much pain, barely clinging to life. I ran across the room and vomited on the floor. Wait, she... Ah! Why'd she run and then vomit? Uh, But my sickness was interrupted by a horrible cackle coming from behind me. I spun around while still wiping bile from my mouth. Laughing Jack, his ghost white skin and matted black hair hung down from his shoulders. He had piercing white uh, eyes, nice. white eyes surrounded by dark black rings. Sounds like Jeff the Killer. His <laughs> twisted smile revealed a row of sharp, jagged teeth, and his skin didn't look like skin at all. It almost looked like rubber or plastic. He wore a patchy black and white clown outfit with striped sleeved and s- stripe sleeved and socks. His body itself was grotesque, his long arms hanging down past his waist, and the way he was poised made him look almost boneless, like a rag doll. He let out a sickening laugh as if to let me know he was pleased with my reaction to his work. He then turned around slowly in front of James and began to laugh even more at the horrific sight he has laid out. That was enough to shake me from my terror. I stopped, Get away from him, you bastard! I rushed at the monster, raising the knife above my head, and stabbed down at him. But as soon as the knife touched him, he disappeared in a cloud of black smoke. The knife passed right through and pierced James' still beating heart, splashing the warm blood on my face. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Okay, you know, granted, granted. Um... La- the image of Laughing Jack himself, I get why the, the, the character image is popular. It's a kind of a, it's kind of unique. Okay. It's kind of different. I, I mean, it's a more like jester clown, black and white thing. Yeah, I could see this being visually frightening, but I don't. Uh, just like. I know. Uh, <laughs> Although I, I get it. Oh, it's almost done. Okay. okay. No. What have I done? My baby! I killed my baby! I immediately fell to my knees and I could hear sirens in the distance growing louder. My boy, my sweet baby boy, I promised mommy would protect you, but I failed. I'm sorry, James. I'm so sorry. I'm not that sorry. Police soon arrived to find me in front of my son, still wielding the knife covered in my baby's blood. The trial was short, insanity. The trial was short, insanity. I was placed in the... 
Feropolis, Feropolis House for the Criminally Insane, where I have been for the past two months. It's not so bad here. The only reason I'm awake now is because someone is playing Pop Goes the Weasel outside my window. I'll talk to the orderlies about it in the morning. Okay, so that was Laughing Jack. It's short. Um, uh, what's the best part? Uh, it's short. Yeah. Honestly, um, it's better. The only the only positive I can really say for it right off the bat is it's better than Jeff the Killer. It is better than Jeff it the does, Killer. That's not saying much, but it's better than Jeff the Killer. Um... Um, I think, there, I think what I, in my opinion, there's something there, but it's like they the bare it, bones. They missed it. They missed it. There, there's a bare, it's the bare bones of something. Yeah. Because there's a lot you can address with, um, a mom trying her best, um, being a single mom. There, I mean, there's a lot you could go with that. There could be a better thematic, like, um, a thematic idea with that, but it's right. not addressed well. Yeah. Well, I mean, like. I get, I, 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 it has, that's the thing. I can see almost the potential. And if it were a better story, like if the writer, I don't know, if there had been more revisions or the writer had um, like a stronger level of like understanding of good narrative, uh, this could have been a much more interesting story. The end leaves a lot to be desired. It feels like it's, it, to be scary, it feels like it's relying on uh, grotesque and disturbing images, which... Again, personally, I always find, if not done well, very, very cliche and boring. And that's the kind of the case for this one. Well, I'm not at, in the least bit horrified or disturbed by... I mean, I, I get it would be a disturbing image, but at the same time, I'm reading this going, okay, this is trying too hard. You know, I think... But, I mean, the idea is that she might have a mental illness. She might. Again, I mean, I guess unreliable narrator. I mean, I wouldn't trust a narrator who tense shifts through the story. My God. <laughs> no, I mean, there's it's there's something there. I feel like this is a first draft of something, but I want. Yeah. But I feel like there needs to be. This sounds weird. It needs to be longer in a way where, like, it needs to address what is the purpose of Laughing Jack? Mm. Why is he a clown or a jester? Why that for this type of you know, story? Yeah, and you know, the thing is, some stories are okay leaving their uh, ominous uh, entity, ghost entity thing unknown. But just this, something, but, but this he, just kind of comes out of nowhere. And, uh, but this is, I know there, a, um, if this is, if she's supposed to be an unreliable narrator from best based off the ending, it'd be better if it, I mean, take away some of the gore. I don't mind the dog being hung on there. That was actually, you know, that's, that's a probably more striking image, I guess. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, even the killing her son at the end. It, but there needs to be more to it. Like, why a clown? What does that represent? Because if it's part of her mental illness or if she is mentally unstable, why would, yeah. it, why would it just happen to be a clown? Well, you or, know, I think, I think, no, then, I'm sorry, go ahead. I, like I guess it's like um, it's like there's potential. It's almost there, but not quite. Yeah, I, like there's a lot that would have to be done to make the story really interesting for me. As such, I'm just kind of like, eh, it's okay. I get why the image of Laughing Jack has become popular, though. Why? And I bet there's better written uh, stories out there about like maybe a mythos or something. Like yeah. I know, I know. There's I saw briefly while we were looking for this. I saw there was a story called The Origin of Laughing Jack, and it was probably written by someone else. I might check that out on my own spare time, but uh, I don't know if it's one I'll do for the 
for uh, undercooked analysis, unless people really want me to. Uh, like, comment, favorite, share, all that jazz. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, there's not really a lot to say about this one. I kind of just want to talk to the writer and say, here's... <laughs> you want to, like, go, like, like we're in a workshop class, right? Like, we're in a like... writer's workshop, and you take your red marker, you take your red pen, and you scrawl under everything, you throw notes all over it, and you're just like, here. I know here's that... what you should do in revision. No, no, no but here's, like, um, the, the English tutoring part of me is coming out for this. Cause oh, yes. Because <laughs> if, like, someone wrote this, and I would just turn to him and say, okay... You're going to, you have something, but you need to add more details and you need to make this a bit more thematic. Is this imaginary or is this in your mind? If it's not, do, if it's well, just... Well, do, do you know, and also do you know one way or the other? Because it doesn't matter, if you, if you know what's matter. going on and you, if you know what's going on, it comes across in the writing. But if you don't, sometimes it doesn't. And if you do know what's going on, but don't want to reveal everything, but it, it sh- helps. But it should be... The thing is, if you're trying to say she has a mental illness, which obviously it's saying at the end because she's hearing Pop Goes the Weasel. Although it could be her being haunted by Laughing Jack, which seems to be... Which seems to be kind of a thing. And the nightmare implies that this isn't the first kid he's come after. Yeah, I think the gore is a bit too much. It doesn't need it. Yeah, and you know, the whole suburbia thing, like, it's just a... Uh, there there was no detail at all. Like, they just assume, oh, suburbia. So I'm picturing, like, white, middle-class, like, mid-90s kind of setting, which is, I guess, what they're trying to do instead of actually giving us detail about the world around uh, them. I want to know more about this mom. Why is she a single mom? Which... Why, yeah, why is she a single mom? Uh, what's the deal with James? Like, you know, I don't know. There, there's... This is the thing about creepypasta in general is you'll have to dig. You have to dig and dig and dig through creepypasta to find some that are really good. This one, again, a little bit confused. I'm not exactly surprised that this one became popular, or at least the mythos did, because the image of Laughing Jack itself as a character is pretty cool. And I'm sure other people have taken the character and done... uh, Maybe more interesting stuff with it. But as as the original story, like... I'm sure the same is true with Jeff, but I still can't get behind Jeff. See, I think see, Jeff is boring. I think that maybe this is why Jeff the Killer and Laughing Jack was popular, because there's an image of them. Like, And I like the image of Laughing Jack, how he's described. I like that look of him. That's actually a really cool idea for a look. Yeah, visually, again, striking image for a character. And I've seen the art of Laughing Jack, and he's pretty cool looking. Well, which is what prompted me to take a look at this story in the first place. But here's an, uh, well, there's a theory going around, um, or not a theory, it's kind of got a good basis behind it, but um, if you give a character, if you give a villain a face, you have to give him a personality. Because if he has no face... <laughs> he has a personality. He laughs. And also kills people and stuffs candy and dogs. Why did he only stuff candy in the dog and not the kid? Come on! Why did he cru- Why did he feel the need to crucify the kid? I have no clue. I just I don't get that. Anything. I laugh at I laugh at your misery. Ha 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 ha! Let me crucify Snore. you. Like, let me crucify you like Jesus. No, I, I was thinking like um, or like Brian. <laughs> Always look on the bright side of life. I can't whistle. <laughs> you can you can whistle louder than I can though. I I have a higher pitch whistle. It's like. Yeah, see, there you go. You can do that. Um, 
But yeah, um, I'm sorry, you were you were saying. Well, okay, so if you give a character a face, you're going to have to give them a personality or reason behind it. Right. If they have no face, you can just give them, they're, they're basically a monster. That's why... You... Well, I think that's the whole idea with this, but Laughing Jack, I'm sorry, yawn. Laughing Jack does have a face and a smile and a laugh. That's about it. That's all we know about him. He's your typical sadistic clown. Yeah, but... Even... He's also a ghost and can teleport. Or is just a figment. I don't know. But even in terms of, from what I gather, like, reading this, even if it was, like, much better in more detail, I'm not sure it would make a good Midnight Marinara. No, I'm pretty sure it wouldn't it, make a very good Midnight Marinara. It's too visual. It's too visual, and it's also, I don't personally, to be completely honest, I am pretty mad about the story. And I would, I the thing is, with Midnight Marinara, I want to adapt the stories I, I myself enjoy reading. Yeah. And all the stories I've adapted, I have enjoyed to some degree or another. With the exception of Jeff the Killer, which was a lot of fun to adapt because I was making fun of it. <laughs> um, but the, here's the thing. It's not... I don't feel the story is bad enough that it warrants a... Um, no, no. That's, that's the thing. Day. It's not bad. It's not so bad it's good. Like, Jeff the Killer is hilarious at how bad it is. Yeah. Uh, this is... This is just kind of... Okay... Yeah. I don't even want to say it's bad. It's just, it's, it's not, I don't know. It's Laughing like, Jack, okay, good job coming up with a spooky looking character and an icon. But if you're going to really make it iconic, you gotta give, you gotta add, do give some extra oomph to the story. There's something there. I'm not going to lie. There is something there. They just need to build, the writer just needs to build upon it. Right. So that's, uh... Final, so good, good enough final thoughts, you'd say? Yeah, I think so. I mean... Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'll gotta admit, that dog was... <laughs> that dog was first like, oh, sh-. It's just like, oh, shit, at first. And the second they just like, ha dog pinata. <laughs> Fido candy. Fido. Fido the dog. All right, uh, I don't know what we're gonna do next. Now, hey, speaking of dogs, uh, possibly next time we do this, I'm gonna take a look at uh, Smile Dog. Yeah, I was we, debating looking at Smile Dog. We were debating whether or not to do Laughing Jack or Smile Dog right now, but since we're on a bit of a schedule, um, we Laughing Jack's shorter. So. Yeah. So somewhere down the line, we're gonna do um, we're gonna do Smile Dog, uh, and I don't know who I'm gonna do it with, but trust that I'll be on it. And uh, hey, uh, Kayla, thank you for uh, being my guest here on today's uh, on this first official episode of. Um, undercooked analysis thank you i actually had a lot of fun it was interesting reading it well i'm glad you um, i'm glad you enjoyed it it was fun i had fun so yeah um there will be hopefully more of these although if you want to hear some of the extra super secret ones like where i do talk about jeff the killer again i have a patreon page uh and i'm you could donate if you want or you can continue to listen to these for free um, but I only, I, it's only a buck a month. And if you give me a, even a buck a month, you get access to all the cool hidden shit that I'm going to start, uh, releasing. So, <laughs> um, I'm bad at these like plugs or you could, like I said, you can keep listening for free. You just won't get all the cool hidden shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, thanks for listening and y'all have a good night. Say good night, Kayla. Good night, Kayla. <laughs>